Hey everyone, my name is Robert. Uh, catch my episode on 34 Questions on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. See you there. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Tonight, I have a very special guest, uh, one of the former students I used to work with, not a student no more, uh, <laughs> grown-ass adult, <laughs> just like me, but uh, welcome, Robert Z- Zuniga, to the show. Uh, how you doing, Robert? Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Robert Zuniga. Uh, it's good to be here. It's good to be on the channel, on the show. Um, yeah, Jen, I go way back. Um, he was a residential advisor, and I was a student, and... Um, definitely had our moments he was definitely a good mentor um and probably still is to a lot of people so it's good to be on the show i'm very fortunate thanks for coming on robert um you know we spoken off camera today was a busy day for you uh and man like you know i just appreciate you coming on being open to share your story uh, and yeah answering these questions and you i felt like you really put effort to get on uh so mad, mad love and i appreciate that for sure no thank you for having me like it um, when I when you sent the link of when to like make the appointment or the schedule, I was like going through all the days and they were all booked. But uh, I, you know this was like a month ago, so I thought this day would be like a nice day. But I ended up like going on this trip. But you know we're still we're here, so you know I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man, that's the hardest thing about scheduling sometimes, especially if when you try to do it too far in advance. That yeah. things things change, and right. uh, I, I've I've learned that the hard way. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know we all learn every day, so. Yeah. Uh, for the folks unfamiliar with the show, uh, the, the flow of it is that we do some intro warm up questions just to set the tone. I have a little icebreaker for you. And then uh, we jump into the main portion of the interview where you begin choosing a number between one and 34. Sound good to you, Robert? Definitely. All right, man. So uh, my very first question for you is, how have you been? It's been a crazy couple years now. Uh, yeah. So you've been doing well. You've been going through it. How you been, Robert? Yeah, no, pretty good. I've been, you know, I've been safe. That's the most important part. Um, with this whole pandemic, I've been uh, taking care of myself. Uh, my family's been taking care of themselves as well. So, very fortunate for that. Um, but yeah, you know, hanging in there. It's a lot of tough, tough time for a lot of people, whether it be like, you know, employment or um, the next step. Um, but I think I've been, you know, doing my best and hanging in there. And I think that's the most important part of being, you know, just being resilient and, uh, um, you know, just try to roll with the punches. I hear you, man. What do you think has been the biggest positive for you uh, through through quarantine, specifically, just because, you know, it's so recent and we're still going through it? <laughs> the biggest positive, or I think one thing that I took advantage of during the pandemic is uh, actually, you know, like playing video games. I think like, okay, it's been a okay. long time. It's, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been playing, like, or since I've played video games, like, in general. So, um, you know, I was able to, like, you know, my friend let me borrow his PlayStation 4 and I was able to play like all these games that I've only heard in through conversation. Um, so that's, I think, you know, these games that I've been playing, they're like mostly open world. So it, it definitely is kind of awesome um, to get into that. Um, also because, you know, I, at one point I did take a video game course, like a class of video game development. Oh shit, and, yeah. And the thought and like all the process that goes behind it is just, you know, definitely pretty like worth noting. <laughs> it makes you appreciate um, video games too right i'm sure exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, but what, um oh, sorry, go ahead. i was just gonna say what what game uh have you been playing like as far as open worlds uh yeah, yeah. which which ones have you been enjoying yeah so uh, growing up i used to play a lot of um with my sister I used to play a lot of uh, kingdom hearts um mm. it's just like that final fantasy like with disney kind of uh mixture um so we had we got the remastered version we've been playing that and then also been playing this one game 
called the forest which is like a survival game um you know you're facing against like these cannibal kind of uh, creatures and you have to build like your defenses and stuff like that and then um soon like once i complete kingdom hearts i'm thinking we're gonna try to play horizon i've heard good things about it um mm -hmm and also subnautica if i had time i'm not really a big gamer i, I didn't think i was until, but then after playing so much i was like you know what i'm a gamer <laughs> dude i can't tell you how much i miss gaming um mm -hmm. and like i try to make time for it but I'm, I'm, I'm more of a sports gamer i do enjoy open worlds i don't mm -hmm. know if you've heard of a uh, no man's sky you heard about that oh one? that sounds similar yeah that that one i've been wanting to get into because it came out maybe three years ago and people hated it because it wasn't like developed yet but now mm. three years into like being out it a lot of the community has built a lot of open worlds for it so now it's like endless open worlds you could go like throughout the universe and just check out what people have built so yeah that's something i'm looking forward to maybe you can <laughs> check it awesome. out too yeah, and that's yeah, on yeah. the playstation i believe so yeah you can get on okay. playstation one specific playstation one is called dreams you heard of dreams i have not <laughs> people can basically make their own games within that game like that's okay. the whole idea is to like game game development they made it into a game so people can like create stuff like one i saw that i really liked was like they had an avatar um last airbender kind of game where okay. like, you're flying and stuff and yeah it just looks aesthetically pleasing and very that's calming cool. you know that's awesome yeah 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 so <laughs> Whenever but, you get a chance. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah, no, that's definitely I'm worth noting. Um, and but I guess another thing, another positive that I guess I want to mention is, um, you know, I was able to out when, during the pandemic, I was able to like you know be with my family, talk to them, hang out with them. I haven't uh, before the pandemic, I wasn't actually in the country, so I was away from family. Um, but that's you were, another conversation. You were outside the country during the yeah. when it started. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So um, when it's so when the pandemic started i was actually in the halfway point of my peace corps service um and the country that i was in was in uh, panama mm -hmm. yeah yeah dude yeah. peace corps mad yeah. respect dude like god yeah. damn <laughs> what was that experience like that was that was the word to put it it was very um eventful i think that's the word because you know there's a lot of uncertainty being out there and like there's a lot of things like you want to do in terms of like projects in terms of like work um but you know like two years goes, goes by so quickly i mean obviously i wasn't there for two years but when i was there the time was flying by fast um i was meeting a lot of people working on a lot of things so just the time flew um but it was really really nice to be out there because i've never been outside the country for longer than two weeks um and you know with my spanish-speaking background it was easy to communicate um, with like uh, the people, the people that I lived around with, um, but at the same time, it was just difficult adapting to like that new environment where you know your, your utilities. Like for example, I do I had water and electricity and all that stuff, but I didn't have internet and you know, mm. um, you know just stuff like that that you think about. Um, but you know, I honestly adapted after like a couple of days. Um, I think the big part of my experience that I really like talking about is the food. I think I'm a really big food kind of culture person. For sure. um, and I always like just think about like how like like the ingredients accessible to them and how they made the how did they like develop this idea to use the ingredient with this type of protein or something like that or or how did they make this dish? Um, so I'm always interested in that aspect. Um, and Panama is a really nice area um, with different cultures of food. All right, man. I'm gonna 
hopefully one day make it out there super jealous that you're bilingual I, i'm super <laughs> jealous of anybody that can speak more than one language i feel like it's just so restricting when you just know one language sometimes um you know i'm all about communication and you know i can only communicate in the english language so <laughs> yeah, wait, did yeah. you did you major in communications at uh, long beach that was not no i, I actually <laughs> i uh, majored in recreation and leisure studies i don't know if you're okay. fam- familiar with that but um right, right. basically i mean i don't want to downplay like everyone else who's you know gotten a degree but for me personally it was one of those things where i was trying to find the fastest route outside of out of college and uh right. it was one of those where i like i could do this i can make it happen and yeah so Honestly, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do at the time. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm rolling with it. I enjoyed my time um, and the experiences I had with, with my teachers and, and classmates. But if I could do it over again, I would definitely put more thought into, you know, what it is I really wanted to do. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, now I'm, it, it kind of led me to this path to do this. And so I can't be mad at it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Like um, I said, rolling with the punches, right? exactly very very important um yeah so before we keep going i got a little icebreaker for you and uh feel free to participate feel free to say no you let me know how you're feeling but it is a one word spelling bee you down to try it let's do it all right man um so i'm pretty sure you you are of drinking age now <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um yeah so this word is daiquiri are you familiar with daiquiris yeah okay cool (laughs) is it man take your time take your time you got two chances so okay d-a i-q-u-i-r-i yo you got it (laughs) yeah you know how i got it how'd you get it Okay, so Call of Duty Black Ops, they have one perk called Deadshot Daiquiri. That's hilarious, bro. I've never had a daiquiri before in my life, actually. I mean, I'm not really a big... I mean, I do like pina coladas and stuff, but daiquiri I never really had, but that's yeah, how yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Me either, man. I, um, well, congrats. You, uh, you've you qualified for the 34 Questions Spelling Bee uh, tournament whenever I get around to it, and I'll, I'll reach out to you to come back on and compete with the other folks who got their uh, spelling word right. So Nice. Yeah, I, yeah. And that's that's funny because I recently watched a documentary like called Spelling Bee, and it's about you know a set of kids that are going through the spelling bee and how like their whole life is dedicated to get like you know first place in this national spelling bee it's it came out like in 2002 i think mm-hmm. um but yeah super good documentary <laughs> yeah, yeah well what was one of your biggest take- takeaways that sounds super interesting like what would you think of it as far as an impression well i remember watching and I, I, some of the kids um it was mostly that their parents um wanted to you know, get that win um mm. for them for, I mean, whether it be for bragging rights and stuff like that and i just thought like i i would just thought like you know i'm kind of glad uh, like the big takeaway is like i'm kind of glad like my my parents weren't really like that obsessive of like what career choices i want to do or what kind of things what endeavors i want to pursue during that time in high school or or younger than that but yeah it's just like there i've, I've never had parents or a family members like force their will in terms of like what careers i have uh, that they want for me or that I would do so that's that was a big takeaway for me I think <laughs> for sure man that's a huge blessing too you know I feel like a lot of folk a lot of 
kids growing up you know they get that pressure to be mm. somebody when they don't even know who they are yet and right. uh, it takes a long time sometimes to figure out who you are so Definitely. yeah yeah no I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative too man I had the same experience with my folks and you know I'm, I'm just you know I don't I don't know if it's like a cultural thing I know for for Asians there's like this whole thing about super strict parents and stuff mm. um so yeah I'm I'm pretty fortunate and blessed that my folks weren't like that you know uh anyways <laughs> uh, let's continue with some more warm-up questions and um this next one is what would you like the audience to know about you hmm that's a good question like a first impression kind of thing yeah, oh okay yeah <laughs> um i guess the, i guess the, honestly the first thing that comes into mind is that like um I am kind of growing up my hair. It does look ugly now, but I hope like in a couple of months it's gonna look beautiful. So bear with me. I got you. Hey man, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling your style though right now with the headband and everything, bro. So remember, I how, remember that in Smash where I was wearing that red band, uh, bandana with uh, Donnie? Dude. We were matching. Remember that one day where you had to match? I remember the, t- the twin day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has, has that been a part of your like uh, your fashion uh, or you just brought it back? <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I just started growing up my hair like this past, like November. So, um, uh, okay. this is like the first time I'm doing it too. I think that's why it's like kind of like a big deal for me. Yes, dude. I mean, um, my hair is not at the best state. That's why I'm <laughs> always wearing beanies. But uh, yeah, I mean, while you're young, grow it out. Enjoy that's what it. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and don't, don't say it looks bad, man. It looks it looks cool right now, man. Um, so yeah, yeah. Are you gonna do anything crazy with it? You're just gonna let it like flow. You gonna braid it up, maybe? <laughs> I'm, I want to like I want to have it long enough where I can slick it back with like uh, like gel, like you know. Ooh. Um, okay. Just looking like. Like I belong in like a novella kind of thing, you know what I mean? Dude, okay, I see you, I see you. <laughs> do it, do it, man. Hell yeah. Um, all right, cool. And uh, my second, or not, well, the next warm-up question is, if someone were to pay a tribute to you, like, how would you like to be honored? What Ooh. could I do in your honor? Like, if I'm saying, I'm going to honor Robert today in some kind of act, how, how, how could I do that? I think... Um, I think the, so I'm not sure if you, maybe the audience have already guessed it, but I'm pretty big on like documentaries um, by mentioning sure. Spelling Bee. But mm-hmm. I think I've always thought about like, you know, people write biographies of themselves or, or, you know, stuff like that. And I just thought like, it would be kind of cool. I'm not sure if it's kind of like, kind of like a being too much of full of myself or anything like that, but I, a documentary about like child, my childhood or a documentary of like, of my, of like my history or my legacy. I think that's something that I would love to see in the works if you know if I have the chance to do it by myself I would definitely do it I, I, that's the plan but um if someone were to pay a tribute of me you know how like in baseball where like you know like a player that used to play on this team comes back on a different team but plays against the team they used to play for like they have like a huge montage on the big screen of like all the stuff they've, they've done and then at the end they say like thank you um so and so um I think that's something that like I my heart will like warm up to for sure that's what's up man and you know if i had the time and resources you gotta let me be a part of that project because uh definitely yeah I'm, I'm i'm big on documentaries too i've been trying to you know watch more i'm like i'm actually thinking of doing like a, a film club since i've been doing this podcast so maybe you could you know throw me some good recommendations and talk about it on a future definitely. episode yeah, thank yeah. you so much yeah 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 uh you seen this one i just seen i watched maybe like uh maybe 10 minutes of it it's called the 
the negative side of personality tests have you mm. it's something it's called like that something have you heard of it i have not but i'll look it up dude the uh, opening <laughs> i'm a sucker for when movies open with quotes you know oh, okay. they show you a quote like to set the tone so mm. the quote what was by carl jung the uh, philosopher i want to say or mm. anyways the quote was the world will ask you who you are and if you don't know it will tell you who you are and I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, <laughs> that's exactly what personality tests do sometimes, you know? True. Um, so, yeah, it, it really it hit me. And the other two I've watched recently was the Nickelodeon documentary. Um, came about the 90s and how it came about and everything. And the WeWork documentary. Those, those two were pretty good. I don't know if, uh, if you're going to have time or interest to check those out, but I'd recommend those for you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then my third, the final warm-up question is: On a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? That's a good question. So, um, like you, so you, you mentioned that quote, and it made me think of like some a quote that I resonate with, and that is, um, uh, "I am whatever you say I am" by Kurt Cobain. Um, and I just, you know, I kind of just, you know, thought that to myself, and I, um, I do resonate with it. I do believe. Um, I rather spend time doing things that I want to do rather than asking myself who I am, and then by doing things, I'll find out who I am. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, so in terms of a scale, I would say I would say like seven, seven out of ten, and then that three being like a wild card kind of thing. You know, like very, very variable. Like it'll change. Like it's not, nothing is concrete in that sense. No doubt. But that man. three is dedicated to like entropy. <laughs> entropy. What's what's entropy mean again? It's like define. chaos. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because so much of stuff is out of our hands, right? Like mm-hmm. things can change, and you know, the, on this podcast, I always, always mention that at my highest of highs, I know myself the most, and at my lowest of lows, I know myself the least, and I think that just fluctuates throughout throughout my life. Uh, but no, I feel you, man. I am who you say I am. That's that was a quote that resonates. Yeah, with. yeah. I am whatever you say I am. Yeah, man. That's such an interesting one. It's just making me think right now. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm not sure if like you know coming from Kirk Cobain, it could be like you know like kind of like like you know bug off society or or I'm doing whatever I want to do kind of thing. But um, I see that somewhere like that. I see it something as like you know my actions speak for themselves kind of uh, pathway. Um, I'm all about that, man. Um, You know, because sometimes just saying things isn't enough or, yeah, I have this whole thing about it. Like, I I don't like to say stuff and it it comes with confidence sometimes too, like issues with confidence. But Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely I would agree with the fact that you are what you you do more than anything Mm -hmm. else. Um, So yeah, take action, take action. Definitely. Uh, All right, man. We're going to jump into the main portion of the interview right now. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are three levels. There's like a easy, medium, hard. Which one would you want to go for? Let's try the hard ones. Might as well. You know what I mean? Little all right, little. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right, man. And go ahead. Shoot me a number between 1 and 34. All right. Let's do um, 15. 15. All right, man. I, I think this one's pretty heavy. Uh, let right. me know if you'd like to pass. But uh, what's the worst thing you ever told yourself? 
Ooh, okay. Um, I th- okay, so I guess I'm going to refer to like experience I had in the Peace Corps. Um, you know, a lot of the work out there, you know, for, in the pamphlets and all like the, the information, infos that the Peace Corps gives out, you know, it seems like a lot of people are doing good work and um, they're doing honest work and it's very like, you know, creative and definitely like looks uh, nice, it looks prolific and stuff in, in that aspect. Um, but when you're on the ground, you know, you're actually like, you know, working with the community and trying to figure out like what kind of projects you want to do. Um, there would be days where you, know, you just feel like, like, wow, this is taking forever or like um, things are not going the way I wanted them to go. So it, it gets to the point where like it, it kind of like affects like your worth or in my case, it affected my worth. Um, like, am I worth like this for this? Like, am I, am I worth this position or like am I a hard worker enough? Like, am I, am I, and then, you know, these questions eventually become like I'm, I'm worthless or statements that I'm saying I'm worthless, I'm worthless. Um, but, you know, it's just um, self, like, yeah, so self, the topic of self worth was definitely something that I thought about a lot when I was out there. Um, and, you know, how it was based on like my, the, the, the works I've been, the, the work I've been doing out there, the other work I was doing out there. So, um, I think the one thing I really had to t- tell myself was that like uh, my self-worth or my, my personality or who I am does not, um, um, it is in my control, but at the same time, it's not like, um, it, like it doesn't rely on this project, on this mm. one project of my whole life, you know, yeah. um, like this project or whatever I'm working on won't make or break me. Um, and so I always, um, you know, told myself, you know, roll with the punches, you know, there's always uncertainty in every uh, position that you're in. Um, and you can't, you know, you can't, you can't do anything about it. You know, you just got to wait until it hits you and then you got to, you know, adapt to it and act fast. No doubt, man. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you for opening up. I know it's not, not easy to talk about, you know, something like that, especially when it comes to self-worth. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a very personal thing that I think people struggle with. I know you know, I, I feel like I struggle with it all, all the time. Um, but yeah, first off that. And then you, you've you mentioned rolling with the punches like a f- couple times already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, why, why is it so important to roll with the punches, you would say? I think it's just, um, I think being resilient they will take you like far in life. Um, especially now, especially now during the pandemic, I think being resilient. Um, you know, like, this, like, like for example, like this past I would say like five months I've been, you know, submitting applications on Indeed, LinkedIn, ZipRecruiter, Handshake, you know, all these apps, all these job apps and haven't gotten much back. But, um, you know, I, I, I didn't let like I didn't let me affect me. I didn't let it affect me and I didn't let it, um, you know, affect my self-worth as much as um, as much, you know, that it might have in the, in the past. But, you know, now it just seems like, you know, I'm rolling with the punches. I'm dealing with the cards that have been given and making something out of it um and it does sound like you know it does sound like kind of like a general kind of like hopeful optimistic statement but i think um it does have like an impact yeah man i think it's a great mentality to have mm-hmm. uh yeah i wouldn't say it I, when people say things are cliche i think yeah, it's just because cliche. it's I just think it's because it's the truth sometimes and like we can't really deny that that it's 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 the real thing um so whatever's cliche i think 
has just been proven over and over again that people like oh man i don't want to hear it again but it's the truth and yeah like i gotta ask you uh what first off i want to know what what you graduated with if uh yeah what major did you decide to what path did you take (laughs) yeah so um I ended up graduating with a bachelor of science, bachelor of science degree in environmental science. Um, oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. and um, went to Davis. Uh, like a lot of you, it was pretty hard. <laughs> I barely passed most of my classes, but um, you know, I was able to get something out of it. And uh, and uh, I chose that. I chose that like degree, um, thinking that like you know, environmental science, environmental science is a pretty broad topic. I can get into you know agriculture. I can get into marine science or or you know i could pick and choose what i want to do get my feet wet see what i like and what i don't like um and i think that's what i like about it but then it's also what i dislike about it because like you know if i want to do everything you know, like then there's not a lot of time for you something that's like my specialty you know yeah um so yeah but it does allow me to like open up and see what i like and what i don't like do you have a, a vision of where you want it to take you or you know where you want to kind of end up yeah, so um, at this very moment, I'm actually, I, I applied to a bunch of grad, graduate programs and a few of the graduate programs that I applied to um, were like wildlife filmmaking programs. So um, oh, that's something that like, okay. I think, yeah, I, I think that's something that combines, you know, what I studied in the classroom with like the hobbies that I have on the side. Um, and that's something during the pandemic that I found out that like, you know, I've, I can make these hobbies into a career. I just need, you know, I just just need to like risk it and go all into it. And that's what I've been doing, I think. That's what's up, man. So you're, a, you're a filmmaker. Yeah, and like you know, like yeah, I, I don't want to like say like I'm a filmmaker, you know. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. Like, people be like, "Oh, are you really?" And I'm like, "Hey, I'm a beginner, beginner, you know." <laughs> yeah, don't, don't 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 worry about what other people say, man. How do you exactly. feel? Do you feel like a filmmaker? I think, I think, the one thing I like about films a lot, like the one thing I, I I'm keen on is editing. So I think, I, and I do know how to edit on Final Cut Pro Seven. I know it's an old software, but I love using Final Cut Pro 7. I think Parasite was actually added on Final Cut Pro 7. But um, I would say I'm like a, more of a film editor rather than a filmmaker. Okay. If that makes a difference, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have you ever worked on projects where you've kind of had to like, you know, develop a vision with a director and you edit something? No. no. Never. I just worked on small projects that like I... Uh, like, well, I did have to submit like a, a project for like these graduate programs, and so I made something out of um, my my experience in Panama. Um, so, for sure. For sure. But I never really worked with a director or anything like that, um, and that's like something I'm excited about. Actually, I think um, I think uh, I think it's going to be hard, you know, because like we have there will be scenarios where we have different visions, but at the same time, you know, I think that threshold that like kind of like push and pull factor like creates like diamonds you know with a little bit of pressure diamonds are created you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt uh that's cool I, have you so you know for me i've dabbled in a little bit of video editing and i've tried man like i, I never thought I, that i would use so many softwares because they, they they would say oh choose the one you like and then stick to it learn everything about mm-hmm. it and then for whatever reason i've, I've tried you know premiere um premiere final cut uh sony vegas or not, not, not avid avid oh no i haven't tried avid uh i don't know if that's the same thing as vegas is that the same thing as vegas avid 
I'm not I sure. Don't see, so. I don't, see, I'm so inexperienced. <laughs> but um, and Da Vinci. Right now, I'm using Da Vinci. Okay. Yeah, Da Vinci's pretty cool. Like as far as everything goes. Um, but yeah, try try all that stuff. But if you like Final Cut, stick with it. Um, yeah. And yo, let's talk, man, because I. I would like to work with you in some kind of form and fashion if you're up to Definitely. it and if you're open to it. Um, yeah, I, w- I would like to see what your vision is. And, you know, I want to see you flex your skills sometimes. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I recently made my Vimeo account. So let's do it. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. We'll talk more <laughs> off camera about it. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Go ahead and uh, throw good. me an, another number. All right. So I said 15 because one of my favorite baseball players is number 15. So let's try a different number. Who's your uh, favorite baseball player? Uh, well, I guess my favorite pitcher, uh, Dan Heron. <laughs> Dan Heron. That sounds familiar. He jumped, he jumped yeah. from different teams, but he was on the A's at one point, so that's why I kind of respect him. <laughs> that's the only thing about baseball, man, is that players jump so quick, and, like, you know, yeah. they, keep, they keep moving. But uh, yeah. go ahead. Throw, throw me another number. All right, so it's uh, 25. 25. What is your mission? Ooh. Okay my mission personal mission man you know okay i recently watched um the documentary the last dance and that was very motivating in terms of like finding out like what my goal is and like how much effort i want to put into reaching that goal um so my mission i would say is keep i think my mission is keep learning um I think we find ourselves a lot in like areas where like, you know, once you graduate or once you like, it doesn't have to be like an education system. I think you just keep learning in general, um, whether it be um, learning a new skill or learning a new or reading a new book or just, you know, having a different perspective. Um, I think that's what um, my mission is. I don't think I'll ever stop, you know, learning or um, taking a class. You know, I think I love taking classes not because it's required but because like i'm interested or um maybe i don't know what it is and i'm not and once i find out i'm not interested but knowing that i'm not interested and i gave it a shot and it's just something that i like doing i got you that's something that yeah. i'm working on man uh, i don't know i have this like problem an issue with my my ego self-esteem and like just being afraid of like getting back to a class like yeah i'm all i'm in this phase where i'm thinking about going back to school too and mm-hmm. uh, you know just taking some classes and yeah we'll, we'll see where that goes but mad respect I, I do i do agree with uh you know the whole notion of i mean th- how can we stop learning there's so much stuff we don't know right yeah and, like, <laughs> you know so and that's what i like about um oh sorry go ahead go on you go for it yeah that's what i like about documentary films just like um or for example not even documentary films but like even like some like food channels or like even anthony boudin like they just seem like you know they're asking the questions like they're eager to learn about someone's culture um they're eager to learn about like how something's made um and like it's just like you know it's like a very natural organic conversation between them and then the person that they're interviewing um, and that's what I, I think that's my mission too. I just like, um, if I really want to go into this documentary filmmaking career that I've mentioned, um, I do want to, you know, I want to learn how to ask those questions, engage in conversation. That's so dynamic. Um, and, uh, period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you, what is something that you're eager to learn next? I think film editing, <laughs> like on different programs, but, um, 
learning yeah like le learning the technical and logistics of uh, you know like behind like filmmaking um i think that's like that's one step that i want to overcome to actually make it serious that i'm actually want i want to do this um and i think um like you know learning different cameras learning different angles um different like like you know ling its own lingo i'm learning that i think that's um key in my in my in my journey i got you i got you yeah. uh can you drop any knowledge on me like something new that you learned recently that uh you know maybe sh share with us and share with me in the audience something new all right let's see <laughs> uh, recently something that i learned could be a fun fact you know just something small doesn't have to be too crazy <laughs> um I think I've been learning a lot about. Um, I honestly, I've been okay. So, I, like, the last dance is, it's, it's a love. It's a, I love the documentary, but I, I could have, I would have done things differently. Um, but it definitely is something like it engaged me into basketball, and I think um, learning about like these players and and how many like points they drop per game and. Um, like get me get, uh, yeah definitely just the history of like of basketball in the 90s i think that's what ex excites me the most um and so i i after this watching this documentary i'll go on youtube and look up interviews on john stockton reggie miller and mm. and like you know okay. uh, yeah. they would talk about like there was one youtube video that they would talk about like their favorite or like the best players of each decade um and how basketball changed from the 80s to the 90s to what we see now um and yeah, I think I think that's something that I've been learning lately, um, and I think you know I, th I think it's very like useful. I think I, I think it's very useful, and I think it's gonna I'm gonna use it one day. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it, it, it'll all connect. You know, you don't Definitely. know when it's gonna come up. You might meet somebody that like you know you, you're not sure how to connect with them, and all of a sudden you could you could just talk basketball with them, and then you yeah. know, a new relationship is made. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's funny. I haven't actually seen the entirety of Last Dance yet, and I'm a big basketball fan. So, <laughs> you know, I've just been kind of lazy, and I think it's just been like a, it's like six parts. So it's like, you know, it's pretty ten lengthy. Episodes. Oh, it's, shit. Yeah, it's 10 <laughs> episodes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I know I'm I'm probably gonna get some some comments about like oh my god you haven't watched it but uh, yeah no I'll get to it I'll get to it. Do you, you remember? Uh, okay. Do, do I remember what? Uh, Smash uh, Smash scholar uh, Kenvin Cantran. Yes, I do. We, we, yeah, are, we What about him? We talk about the last dance like almost every day. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, he is my Facebook friend, so. Shake the bait. Uh, have you heard of the 30 for 30s the ESPN documentary series I've seen a couple of uh, do uh, ESPN documentaries on YouTube um, i trying to remember which I think there's a couple of baseball ones that I've seen uh, I think the Swing and A's was that a 30 for 30 documentary Swing and A's the A's in the 1970s could have been yeah um, I'm not sure but I'm, I'm about to check that one out I was going to mm -hmm. say maybe even check out there's the magic Magic Johnson, Larry Bird one, like mm -hmm. how how they were both rivals ever since like college coming up, and then just the relationship that they had, you know, being, you know, people who basically represented, you know, East Coast, West Coast, black and white, and like you know, in the whole basketball in the '80s. So yeah, that's another one that's that's pretty good to check out as well. Okay, cool. Um, 
Um, Definitely gotta write this down. <laughs> hey, just check out your episode later on, and uh, okay. you know everything's on there. This is this is cool because it's kind of like a, it's part of your documentary. You know, you could take a clip right. of this later on and just like add it on. Uh, that's the whole idea behind this anyway, too. Yeah. <laughs> put some put some epic music in the like some Hans in the bag and make it look so like motivating. Some Hans Zimmer, yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe at the end you could just like do a speech, and uh, you could use that one for <laughs> for yourself. Uh, all right, I'm gonna throw you a curveball right now, and I'm gonna be giving you a fill in the blank. So this is I'm too young to blank. Oh man, that Take is a curveball. <laughs> That's like a twelve-six curveball. <laughs> What's that mean? What's a twelve-six curveball? Yeah, um, oh, so when it goes Kershaw, like go from top to bottom, laugh. Makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> when I thought about it, we we'll go for it. I'm too young to stop. Stop what? Just like stop, like, oh, man. <laughs> no worries, yeah. I'm Take too, your time. Sounds like a like a music lyric, yeah. I'm too young. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm too young to stop. I think with with any aspect in life, I think um, not necessarily keep growing, but keep going, but more so like progressing. Um, mm, yeah. Or, um, you know, maybe like from day to day, we don't see like progress in ourselves, but I don't think that's a bad thing either. I think um, we always have to like reserve time for process and then progress afterwards. So I think I'm too young to stop means that like, I don't want to like, you know, dwell on things. I want to process things and then move forward. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, and then why do you think, why do you think people stop? Um, you know, I, I I was watching I was watching the show on HBO Watchmen. Um, like you know, it's based off the comics. Dude, that and, was a heavy uh, show. Yes, it was I a know. heavy show. And I think the cool thing that I, got me thinking, and I guess a lot of shows got me thinking about this too, but um, it's just like you know, like the perspective of time. So like, um, you know. Dr. Manhattan, like in, in some in some of the episodes he references and some he, he says like I look at time differently. I look at time differently. Um as if like almost past, present, and future were all happening simultane- simultaneously. Um and I just put things in perspective. I think like, you know, you hear the like the narrative like don't dwell on the past, don't dwell on the past, but like I think, you know, things that happen in the past are like you know very relevant to the present and then obviously very like they're all like inter interconnected um so it's like almost yeah it's almost like a web rather than like you know a timeline um of how i see it i like that i like that and i think um i think it's normal for anyone to like you know to like look look back and things and hold things from the past um and then maybe that's a form of process but I, I, w- I wouldn't let it hinder it, hinder a future. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, and it's that's with anything. 
yeah, yeah. Like, i'm not talking anything particular just like whether it be like you know relationships life uh jobs and, and career goals and stuff like that i think i think that's one way of looking at things no no doubt um you know something that that i've worked on as far as seeing seeing myself as you know that linear and dwelling on the past uh, i don't know if 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 you or if anybody out there has that issue but something that that's helped me is writing writing all the memories i could remember and like especially the ones that i guess can i i mean you know it's not what really happened it's just from my perspective but mm-hmm. writing it down helped me let go of a lot of things which is interesting because i never thought that that would be the way i could process it like or mm-hmm. you know get it out so yeah so yeah i do see it more as a web that was that's a good way to put it uh for sure and yeah. when you write these things do you like do you hold on to them or do you dispose of them i actually hold on to them because i have this idea of maybe releasing it all in in one one thing calling you know uh yeah. yeah so who knows i i just put it in a google doc and i let it okay. sit there but yeah I, I started it and whenever i get a chance any some any downtime and i'm like all right well let me i, I wrote a list of topics i want to write about and then from there, I started like adding to it, and you know, okay. it's it's very like autobiographical, autobiograph. Yeah, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's in that kind of tone. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's really helped me let go of a lot of regrets. I would mm-hmm. say um, because I think that's something that I, I it was hard for me to let go, and I would always be um, brought back to that that state of mind anytime I was struggling um and and yeah so I think it's just a good exercise for anybody who who has that same kind of struggle yeah uh before we move any further I know uh like you said you maybe had a question for me or anything I did want want you to like throw one at me if if you wanted to (laughs) okay yeah throw you like a change up yeah yeah since we (laughs) since it's been so long since we caught up you know yeah yeah um yeah uh not to put you on the spot or anything we could we could keep going with you though <laughs> i think um I, I guess i just wanted to mention uh one of the things like you know um when we first met obviously we had like you know there was like that it, was, it wasn't like a teacher-student relationship but like you know you were my mentor um and i was like a student so obviously there were some boundaries to be placed um and like now is there like we're like are we like um do you see me as do you still see me because like do you still see me as a student because actually i was an i was an ra for smash at a different site for one summer oh dude yeah, <laughs> yeah. so That's i was what's like, up, man. yeah and so it was like when i was an ra i was like like wow like, i i like you know these kids are, this is like this is like this is like these kids summer and I, i'm being like such a not a pushover but like you have to like make sure like you know they're safe and have to make sure like they're following kind of like doing their homework or following the rules and stuff like that so yeah. i was like dang it kind of sucks but <laughs> but I, yeah. I still see them today like i'll see them on instagram or on social media and i like i i don't know if i approached them as like a friend or as like a still like a mentor type relationship you know what i mean yeah so um for me personally i just view you as you know i knew you as as a high schooler but now you're an adult man and we're we're all kind of in that same pool we're all in the deep end you know we're all Dang. trying to figure things out um and yeah i mean of course you know I'll, 
I would still kind of see you in that like little brother kind of figure as far as mentorship role. I mean, mm-hmm. if you ever had advice, needed advice, um, you know, I'm more than happy to dispense it. But I don't think anything I say is gonna be like <laughs> uh, profound or useful. It's, it's just very like it's just it's just from my perspective, and that's all I can really tell you. I would always mm-hmm. kind of like have that disclaimer of like you know this is just from my perspective. Your path is your path, and right. you know you gotta trust yourself more than anything. And Definitely. yeah, so at this point, man, I mean, I see you as, as an adult, like you, you demand, dog. <laughs> so, um, and, and you, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you going through your life and I'm all, I'm all for, you know, supporting you in your journey. Um, whatever role you would, you would like me to be in, I'm more than happy to play that. Um, but I consider you a friend, you know, to be real. Uh, Damn. so yeah. And thank you yeah no problem man and it, it's just funny because that you know just because we met at a certain age or like you you were younger than me and it was in this like you know i'm i'm an authority figure and uh you know you were a kid but it's funny man i think i was a, definitely a pushover i think i'm still a pushover sometimes <laughs> i'm i'm very much a people pleaser i don't know if uh, you ever <laughs> ever got me to like let you get away with something back then i can't remember but um no nah, I, I mean that was pretty cool i mean i wasn't really doing much in smash so i was just doing what i had to do um miles miles i was on miles uh miles my ra sweet ra i think yeah he was and, yeah yeah. Uh, he, he said i was a good kid so i was like all right <laughs> nah yeah i mean that's the thing man like i'm sure you you noticed it when you were working with the students too like kids are kids man it's like it's so pure it's so mm-hmm. like you know they're, they're being themselves they and and you probably remembered what it was like being their age and being like a student too, right? It's like all yeah. these connections, man. It, and it's pretty awesome that you got to be an RA too. Cause like now we got this lineage of, cause I, I think about that about my RAs too. And uh, I actually had one of my RAs on the show recently, um, you know, a, a month ago or so. And it, it's just, oh, man, like Smash is so unique in that sense. I think, you know, I guess all programs where you have to live with people and do all the same similar connections. But, you know, I think for Smash, it, it's very, it was a unique experience, man. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's a, uh, you know, were you still there the next year? after i was there or did you already finish was that your third year um can't remember i thought i, th- I think yeah i think that was my third year so that was my last year for sure because i didn't right. i didn't get invited back <laughs> <laughs> um because you know it's funny in the interview to come back dude i was like they asked me about you know what did i do and what did i like you know dude what why why did i want to come back and what did i do to make me feel like i you know i deserve to come back right I was a dumbass, bro. And I told them about all the rules I broke as far as like, you know, oh yeah, you know, curfew, you know, sometimes I let the kids kind of like uh, hang out together a little bit longer, you know, just to build those relationships, you know, and they were like, you did what? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's just a, for the kids, man, for the kids experience. Exactly. And, and I was trying to get them to understand that, but I understand from their point of view, it's like, this guy's a liability. We can't let him, <laughs> you know, come back. So that's, that's why I, I didn't, but nah, I think Miles stuck with them for a while though, or he came back and he was working for Smash for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll get you reconnected with them too. Me and him, we uh, stay in touch still too. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it happen, man. Um, just a heads up, we got about 10-15 minutes left into the podcast. Oh, yeah, 
flying by. Yeah, <laughs> flies by. I want to thank you again for coming on and being so honest and open. Um, it's been great to reconnect, and I hope you're having fun too. Yeah, definitely. No, thank you for having me. You know, definitely want to reach out to you afterwards or you know another another session. But exciting. Let's, let's keep this connection, man. Let's keep this connection. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number, man. All right, let's do eleven. Eleven. When was the last time you cried, and why? Oh, yeah. That's a tough one All too, right. man. When was the last? Um. Wow. Okay, this is actually I cried. I cried a little bit on Tuesday, um, because <laughs> at a Zoom meeting that I was supposed to be a part of, and I was like getting ready for it. And I was practicing my like what I had to say. It was like a presentation kind of thing. And then I thought it for some reason I was I thought it was at 120. Um, so I was practicing those 20 minutes. I was like, oh yeah, I was reading my note cards and stuff. But it was actually at one. So when I got in there, like everyone was there, and like I looked around and I was like, oh my goodness, like. And then I like sent a message to someone like, hey, was this like at one or 120? And they're like, no, you're late. Like it's too. I'm sorry. Like it's too late kind of thing. So I was just like, uh, and so I ended like, I didn't end the Zoom call, but I, you know, turned the camera off and muted myself because I don't want to hear myself, hear people crying, hear, have people hear me crying. But I was just like, yeah, like, like this is like, we're, we've been having Zooms for a while. How come I didn't like pick this up? You know what I mean? Um, so I was kind of like, whatever. But. <laughs> dude, dude. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's a tough one for sure. Uh, especially when you're looking forward to something. And yeah, then... it actually was. Uh, yeah, it was actually, um, it was an event hosted by, like, um, my, the Metric Club that I'm a part of. Um, and they had an, a, a guest speaker that I was supposed to kind of, like, introduce with, like, a presentation. Um, so it was it was pretty bad in my part. Yeah. Were, were you able to, like, you know, kind of explain yourself? Or was it like, no, let's just keep moving? Yeah, I mean, just keep moving. Hopefully, I mean, I don't... I'm not sure if I'm making a big deal out of it, but like, you know, hopefully, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't really asked any of the people like, like, oh, I'm sorry, or is everything okay kind of thing. Uh, but I will see you next week, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, it, it's not the end of the world, you know, sometimes. Right. Um, but in the moment, oh, man, uh, now nah, I know what you mean. It just feels feels so shitty sometimes. Yeah. Um, but roll with the punches, right? You keep, exactly. keep on pushing. <laughs> uh all right. And I think we got one more time for, for one more number. Go for it. All right, it. let's do um, 22. 22. Have you ever felt like you hit rock bottom? Could be a no, um, but... Yeah. yeah, I think... I think, um, you know, this was back in high school. I think, you know, you don't really... In high school, you I guess you you can't you can make the argument that you don't you don't really know what rock bottom is when you're in high school. But um, I, you know, it was definitely a struggle trying to you know you know apply to colleges and, and you know being in an environment um, and you see it everywhere in high school. I mean, I, I imagine, but like you know, a competitive environment. You know, where you know people want to get in the best colleges, and once they get into the college, they you know they'll flash their their sweater uh, with the with the letters and the, and the colors, and um, that was just like. And then, you know, a lot of like, so yeah, so yeah, I ended up going to Ohlone College before I went to uh, my university, um, community college. And at the time, at the time, it was, it was not like something that I wanted to do, but it's something that I had to do. So it was out of my like, I control. Um, and just, I guess social media took took over in that sense too. You know, all these 
all these friends and uh, people of my age, you know, having the best times of their lives in college and while I'm here, like in community college. Um, with nothing against it, I think obviously, um, I think it was a good idea that I went to community college and, um, you know, something that I truly admire. Um, but that's like when I first thought like, oh my gosh, like, like this, this is not where I want to be kind of thing. Yeah, man. I mean, I think you went the smart way. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I uh, mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I would uh, highly recommend anybody thinking about higher education to just figure it out. Figure it out in community college um, mm-hmm. before you start paying the big bucks in uh, in the university. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Um, so, we made it to the concluding portion of the, the interview, man. I do have one more like curveball for you i like to call them curveballs because it's, it's not really you choosing a question it's me choosing a question for you yeah uh, this this is a shout out question so you gotta shout out somebody oh but, for sure this is easy okay good okay <laughs> um who would you like to thank uh, i like to shout out or thank or shout out uh, i mean it's it's a like you're oh, yeah. shouting out by with a thank you so who, who would you like to thank out there oh all right for sure i like to give thanks to and shout out to eric aleman um you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. We, we kept in touch and he's definitely like helped me he's he's definitely helped me throughout my college experience and even afterwards so um shout out to him and hopefully he gets to watch this video yeah i mean i hope i hope you do watch it eric and you yeah. come on <laughs> and you come, come on yourself man um you know you're definitely a good dude at least you know my experience with them working with them uh yeah i can't wait to see if i can get a chance to connect with them uh, that would be awesome shout out to eric man um, and then yeah we got some close out questions this next one is actually from my previous guest finding a way to connect people so yeah this person uh shout out to isabel uh, all the way from toronto oh go yeah. toronto blue jays <laughs> oh, maybe, I don't know if she's a fan, but yeah, go, go Blue Jays. I, I went to Toronto recently and uh, was by their stadium. Was, I like the vibe in Toronto. I don't know if you ever been. You been? No, I've never been. It's cool, man. Take, take a chance to, uh, to visit when you, when you do. Yeah. Uh, and her question is, what's something you wish you could tell your parents that you never have? Hmm. Huh. Can you can you read the, repeat the question? <laughs> What's something you wish you could tell your parents that you never have? This is kind of putting you on spot too, though. So, if you uh, if you feel like you want to pass, it's okay. But this is a good question. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow, that's tough. Okay, um, something that I never have. Wish that I never have. Wish. I, I guess one thing is that I kind of, I want to like, I want to travel. So, I mean, I've talked about that before to them. I want to travel, um, but I, I, I never, I think you know that's exciting and stuff. It's like, but that means that like I, I don't like it. Means like there's not gonna be a lot of time to see them. So I think what I'm trying to say is like, you know, I, I 
want to like travel all day. <clears throat> I, you know, I thought of moving, like moving away from like California, um, nothing against California, but you know, just moving away. Um, and you know, I, I love my family and, you know, love them to death and stuff, but I just think like, I, I want to travel and that will definitely limit many, like, the times I see them. But I think it's something that's if I, it's something that I want to invest in. No doubt, man. I mean, uh, do you mind me asking how old you are? 25. 25. <laughs> when, I was, <laughs> when I was 25, man, I definitely want. I was in the same mindset. I wanted to get out there and move around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's hard. Like, thank you for opening up. That was a pretty on spot question. And if your folks see this, then now they're gonna, they're gonna know how how much you yeah. want to travel. But uh, yeah, man. That, I never got a chance to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be real. Like I, I stuck with my parents. I stuck around close. Um, and at the time, I don't think I appreciated it as much. But I also think that's the time to do it, if if any. Because now that right. I'm I, I, I'm in my 30s, I kind of feel like I need to be here for my folks more more than ever. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you have the opportunity. It's not forever. It's just for like a little while for you right. to live that life. And then, you know, you come back being, uh, you know, uh, a more grown person. <laughs> with longer um, hair. Yeah, with longer hair. So exactly. if uh, your folks see this, get, give them some time to, to explore. <laughs> give them some time to explore. Definitely. Uh, for sure. And then my next question is, what would you like to ask the next guest? You can make it hard for them, like like you just got one. <laughs> man, I don't get to know who the next guest is, right? Nah, man, it's all uh, cause sometimes people reschedule too, so I can't yeah. guarantee it's gonna go to a certain person. Yeah. I think. Um, I think this will kind of relate to the theme a little bit um, of like leaving behind a legacy, but I think. Um, the, the, what I would what, what I want to ask the next guest is how would you um, explain or how did you like you know surpass the obstacle of being in a no that's kind of I was going to say being in a pandemic but I was like nah I don't even want to ask that okay, um, okay. you can switch it up <laughs> um Wow, this definitely is a brain teaser. Um, it's all good. <laughs> okay, I guess one thing I would like to ask them is um, their their like their opinion on a on a on a, uh, on a statement. Okay. And so that opinion. So that statement is. Um, never meet your idols how they how do they feel about that statement have they met their idols before and what was the reaction gotcha gotcha i'm just typing it out never meet your idols what is your stance have you met them before there you go (laughs) that's interesting man uh i don't know if i'm trying to think if i've ever came across that kind of situation i don't think i have but you know personally for me like i used to idolize Shaq a lot <laughs> when i was a kid and then as i got older i mean it's not that i don't think Shaq is a you know 
a cute businessman and uh and like really knows his stuff but i just think now i can see like why some people might not like him which mm. is you know understandable everybody's not for everybody but mm. yeah that's just one of those things where I, as i got older i'm like oh now i know who that guy is <laughs> well, and honestly i still don't know who he is it's just uh now i just kind of feel like i shouldn't have held him up in such high regard you know um, did some deep search <laughs> yeah 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 uh, <laughs> But for sure, man. And my very last question for you, the one that ties it all together, yeah. is what would you like your descendants to know about you? You know, 500 yeah. years from now, they're watching this. What would you like them to know about you? Yeah, and I thought about that a lot. Um, you know, I always thought like, you know, it, uh, I definitely try to record things. I try to put things on video, or like some experiences, memories and stuff like that. Um, and you try to keep it off the cloud. I mean, I'm, I think I would like on a, on a data cloud i think i would be i'd be more safe in like an external hard drive so i always back up my computers um just because i always want to retain like those photos um and then like you know mediums where those photos can be seen you know imagine 500 years from now they're probably you know probably don't no one uses like a usb c anymore or something whatever like that um or you know different <laughs> yeah. you know, outputs and inputs and stuff it's in the cloud i'm hoping it's just in the cloud that they can, right. they can pull it from yeah um but i think you know, I think that that's, that's the best way. And then I think like with that all being complex, I think the best way to keep it simple is, you know, keep it in writing. So um, that's something that I would, leave, I would like to leave behind my descendants kind of like, um, and not even like writings about myself was more so like writings that start out like with a question such as like, you know, for example, how are you? And then, um, and then just write, you know, if, if you're not okay, then I've been, you know, I've been through it too. Um, I think those kind of messages are, you know, transcend all through through time. Um, just like those simple questions, you know, I'm not not trying to like make them think about it. Just like, you know, hopefully, you know, hope everything's okay. Um, hopefully, you know, whatever you're going through, I went through something similar, and I could try to help you out. Um, kind of like, I'm kind of thinking like like a book where like you know it's like a yes or no and then it's like a no flip to a different page of the book or if a yes flip to like a different page you know like kind of like that kind of like format where like that's pretty crazy man you know what i mean yeah yeah i do yeah i do <laughs> that i think if i think you could pull it off and uh that's a definitely different way to approach you know what you know this it's a similar thing that i'm trying to do but now you have me thinking about transcribing these uh these conversations just because like you said we don't know what what inputs and outputs are going to be using in the future so but the written word is probably mm-hmm. going to be around for a long time so damn you. <laughs> yeah. you best best get to it you have a bunch of videos huh dude yeah 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll find a service i gotta i'll pay somebody to like transcribe it that's usually <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh that's the option nowadays is just to pay like an algorithm or, or software to kind of like you know do it computers are that smart now but yeah mm. thank you for putting me on because it, it gave me something to think about as far as how this yeah. is going to be you know timeless you feel definitely me? but uh yeah man any last things you want to add before before we head out yeah no um you know to your audience thank you for hearing us out um hopefully this conversation was very uh, fruitful and um you had a good time listening to it um i do ramble i do like stutter sometimes so you know 
sorry for that but you know that's who i am <laughs> exactly man don't apologize for that <laughs> everybody does it i do yeah, it true, true, true. yeah still still working on it uh, but on that note yeah thank you folks for checking out the episode uh listening or watching and uh we'll catch you next time uh, the music like I, I've been working on giving credits and everything um, mm-hmm. I want to thank Robert for coming on again thank you for your time man uh, It's it was great catching up and I'm glad that we got to reconnect and hopefully you know build this connection at, as we get older we're all adults now <laughs> we um, out here yeah, we we out here uh, <laughs> and also if you if you like the music it's by Homage Beats shout out to Homage he puts out these beats for free on YouTube all the time and you know I, I just selected everything put it together and it, it creates a vibe that I really enjoy hope you guys enjoyed it too like subscribe do all that stuff I hate I hate doing that man it doesn't feel right to me but <laughs> the, the YouTube teachers tell me to, to always say it and mention it uh, but anyways remember to reach out reach forward and we'll catch you next time on 34 questions peace peace